Amen. Eternal God, our Father, how we thank you and we bless you for another chance to come to your house together in your name. Bless your people. We thank you again for Mother's Mother's Day. Take your servant and use me for your glory because preaching is not in me, it's done through me. But you shall have finished moving and touching as only you have the power to move and touch. We'll give you the praise and all of the glory. We pray that you would lift up hung down heads. Mother's gone. Give joy in our hearts. And our Father, we thank you. And we bless your name. And we give you all the praise and all of the glory. In the name of Jesus the Christ, our Lord and our Savior, we pray. And all those who love the Lord, say thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Amen. Amen. I would like to call your attention to an Old Testament passage of Scripture, Isaiah chapter 66 and verse number 13. Isaiah chapter 66, verse number 13. Isaiah is known as the eagle eye of the prophets because he said more about Jesus than any of the other prophets. Isaiah book corresponds with the Bible. So Isaiah is known as the little Bible within the Bible because of the 66 chapters in the book of Isaiah corresponds with the 66 books in our Bible. And verses 10 through 21, when you get a chance, read all of that. I'm lifting up out of this context what Isaiah is talking about eschatologically is the kingdom of God. Again, we are a kingdom-focused fellowship. Everything we do is for kingdom advancement. And so in, in the terms of eschatology, Isaiah was talking about here in this context the thousand-year millennial reign of Christ about the city of Jerusalem. And isn't it fascinating that tomorrow, May the 14th, will celebrate, Israel will celebrate 69 years as a nation. And whether you agree with Donald Trump, our president or not, but one thing he has done, and that is move the capital of Israel from Tel Aviv back to Jerusalem. Amen. 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 So, amen. It's biblical. So, so this text here, I'm just lifting up verse number 13. And I hope you brought your Bible. Always bring your Bible to church. Amen. You take your domino to play domino. Don't you take your, your cue stick to shoot pool. You take your bowling ball to bowl. 
You take your wine. Okay, well, you know what I'm talking about. Well, you ought to bring your, bring your Bibles. Amen. This is the word of God. There are people. Amen. This is the word of God. Okay, Isaiah, and I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible, Isaiah chapter 66, and only verse number 13. All right, just read it out loud. Okay, let's read it. All right. And as one who his mother comforted, so will I comfort you. And ye shall be comforted in Jerusalem. One more time. Let's read it again. As one whom his mother comforted, so shall I comfort you. And ye shall be comforted in Jerusalem. One more time for the Holy Spirit. All right. As one whom his mother comforted, so shall I comfort you. And ye shall be comforted in Jerusalem. Jerusalem. The grass withered, the flower faded away, but the word of our God stand forever. I just want to briefly type this text this morning. I want to talk about the motherhood of God. Amen. The motherhood of God. You may be seated. Amen. I have some guests this morning, one guest in particular that's going to, going to help me lay the foundation for our sermon, The Motherhood of God. And at this time, I want her to come and introduce me, help me preach this sermon this morning. All right, amen. Let's see. Amen. Amen. Thank God for. House. I will do anything to protect my kids. Do exactly what I say, or you are a woman. Alone, at the mercy of strangers. What do you want? We want something in the house. I will do anything to protect my kids. Do exactly what I say, or you and your kids will not survive this night. Do you understand? Yo! She's gone. Find her. She took out the lights. She's smart. But we have her kids. Now, she's desperate. I'm just a mom. You have no clue what I'm capable of. Amen. Amen. The motherhood of God. The power and the influence of a mother can never be fully appreciated until she is gone. King Solomon said in Proverbs 31 and 10, who can find a virtuous woman? Her price is far above rubies. Some time ago, an American-based company placed a classified ad for director of operations in on the on the internet and on every newspaper and they got over 2.7 million views viewed that that ad but only about uh 25 uh replied to it and so they did an interview using uh, the internet, using 
the webcam to interview those 25 women who inquired concerning this position. And the position and requirements are as following. 135 plus hours each week, no breaks, preferred degrees, medicine, finance, culinary arts, no vacation, workload increases during the holidays, and no pay. The applicants responded to the job with such adjectives such as uh, insane and inhuman. And then the man wrote and said, there are billions already doing this job, and this job is called a mother. Amen. Amen. Abraham Lincoln said, no man is poor who has a godly mother. The most important thing fathers can do for his children is to love their mother. See, God want to know us. God want to know us and he want us to know him. And in scriptures, God reveals himself through several different pictures of God, the tree of life in Genesis and in Revelations, the Passover lamb that was slaughtered, thunders and lightning on Mount Sinai, the rock that was struck by Moses in the wilderness, the bronze serpent that was lifted up by Moses in the wilderness, wonderful counselor, Prince of Peace, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, First and Last, Alpha and Omega, Rose of Sharon, Lily of the Valley, I Am, and the Lamb of God. But here in our text this morning, Isaiah 66 and 13 God paints himself as a picture of a mother. As one whom his mother comforted, so will I comfort you, and ye shall be comforted in Jerusalem. Well, there are three things here from this picture of a mother that we can apply to our God. First of all, there is protection. There is no protection like a mother's. Matthew 23, 37. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that killest the prophets and stonest them which are sent unto thee. How often would I have gathered thy children together, even as a hen gathereth her chickens under her wings, and ye would not. Consider the animal kingdom. Even a dog will fight you about her pups. Gentle cows will come after you if they feel that their calves are threatened. And many women will endure physical abuse themselves 
But if a man start abusing their children, they will fight back. Amen. I got one or two hand claps on that. There are women. There are women. There are women who, who will be who will take physical abuse for themselves. But now listen, man, if you hit one of her children, you better get out. And if you don't get out, don't sleep or eat anything in the house. Lock up all your guns. <laughs> get you some prayer cloths, some blessed all. Amen. And never sleep in that place. Because a mother will protect her children. Just like the mother of Moses who defied the laws of, of Pharaoh that said kill all the Hebrew babies. And she hid that boy Moses for three months and then she put him in the river and sent him down the river Nile and sent Miriam, his sister, to look after him. And, and, and as Pharaoh's daughter was bathing in the river, one old preacher said, uh, uh, evangelist, right, that just when her handmaiden opened up where Moses was, an angel pinched Moses, and Moses started crying. And the cry of Moses pierced the heart of Pharaoh's daughter. She took him in and reared him in Pharaoh's house got his mother to care for him and the man that Moses that Pharaoh was trying to kill God ended up raising him in Pharaoh's house a mother's protection amen amen every time the choir do that song old song my mother used to sing all day and all night angels and and uh, and the protection of a uh, of a mother the same way with a god our god protects us uh, we're not here today because we've been so wonderful we're not here because we're living in paradise matter of fact we are living among a bunch of fools a bunch of idiots a bunch of evil people that just might start shooting at the mall or you could get arrested at Starbucks or you could get choked at the Waffles house but we are still here <laughs> because all day and all night the angels keep watching over me my God Psalms 23 one the Lord is my Shepherd, I shall not want. Psalms 27 and 1, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Psalms 91, he going to hide me under his wing, his wing of protection. We are protected by God. Well, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Just like a mother protects that child, we are protected by our God. Amen. That's good news. Amen. I mean, just like a mother. Amen. Excuse me for being personal. I was a little boy uh, about five years old and my mother, we had a 50 Chevrolet slant back and, uh, and the car started rolling down the hill. I'm in the car by myself. My mama's baby. I'm in the car by myself. Five years old. Just just as pretty as a pup. And then, did I say that? Oh, man. That, that, and, and, and my mother never weighed more than 110 pounds, but she 
went and put herself in front of that big old 50 Chevrolet, held it back, and got around on the driver's side and stopped that car to save her baby. Somebody say amen, amen. A mama's protection, amen. Don't, I know some of y'all think you're protected because you got your little gun, but listen, your bullets won't protect you because somebody got one bigger than yours. But God will protect us. Hallelujah. So the protection of a mother, the protection of God. And not only the protection of, of a mother is also, also in this text, notice there's no touch like a mother's in the family. It's the mother who moved the kiss the hurt and make it go away. She is the one who stays up at night to try to comfort that sick child. And no matter how bad I was feeling, if, if I could just get my mama to touch me, the pain would dissipate. I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't care what, uh, 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 I used to step on nails a lot, and that, and, but my mama would wrap it up in colar, kerosene. Some of you city folk don't know what I'm talking about. And then, and then, and then she would like, she would touch my head and the pain would dissipate. The, the, the touch of a mother. I mean, I mean, I don't care how sick you are, I don't care how bad you are feeling, just a mama's touch will just encourage you. It just just a laying a hand on your head seemed like the fever would go away. And the power of that mother's touch. Same way with our God. Amen. Our God is the one just Jesus touching people. He healed the sick and the lame from just a touch. Uh, his touch brought sight to the blind and healing to the deaf. Just Jesus' touch. And, and then no wonder the mothers in Mark chapter 10, verses 13 through 16, bought their children for him to touch them. The touch of our Christ. Do you remember when the Lord touched you? Do, do you remember when he laid his hands on you? I, I still remember as if it was just yesterday. I was just eight years old and, and, and God touched me. He, he touched me and, and, and called me to preach. And I still remember it just like it was yesterday how I'm outside playing with my little Tonka truck and God touched me. Amen. I still can't explain it. Don't come to me trying to get me. You can't explain the touch of God. Amen. Uh, don't, stop trying to explain your touch to people who've never been touched. They, they think we crazy. Most, amen. If you've never been touched by God, you can't explain it that there is no theological explanation for it but you know something happened you, you, you can't explain it you, you, there's no words in the English vocabulary to define it but you know that something happened that it was more than a mama's touch it was more than the touch of your wife or your husband it was a divine touch 
touch you. Amen. Well, bless his name. Hallelujah. Touch you so much that you stop drinking beer. Amen. It touch you so much. That touch was so divine that you stopped homongering. And the folk you used to homonger went. Try, what happened? Where, where were you last night? I went home. At home. Were you sick? No. Were you scared? No. But something happened. I just. <laughs> you stopped gambling. Okay. Now you go to Vegas just for the food. Amen. Because, because he touched you. Amen. I mean, amen. This, this is what happens. See, sinners don't understand this. You think we crazy. See, they're every sinner. That's why I tell you, stop trying to explain God's divine touch to unsaved people. Because the unsaved think we are lunatics. The unsaved think we are crazy. How do they see us praying to a God we can't see? They see us crying and our bills are paid. They see us running and there's nobody behind us because we've been touched by God. Yes, sir. Touch me to preach, to put up with this. You got to be crazy or touched. (laughs) And then start trying to pastor a whole lot of folk that look like you either touch or you're crazy. I choose the latter. <laughs> he touched me. <laughs> 47 years ago, Scuba being personal, when I married that beautiful young lady, I had not been touched by God. I was still living in the world. But then the second son in August 1972, about 3 o'clock p.m., I asked him to save me, and he touched me. And as somebody here today, know, oh, what joy that floods your soul when, when the Lord touched you, man. Amen. Folk you used to not like, you start loving them. People who owe you money, you told them, say, just go and keep it. Amen. Because <laughs> he touched me. Amen. Now, there's a difference between meekness and weakness. Just because we touch don't make us no weak people. No, we're just meek people because we can still raise just as much hell as we used to, but we've been touched. Amen. We can still curse just as much as we used to curse, but we don't curse no more because we've been touched by God. Anybody here been touched, man? That's some, that some folk you like to slap their wig off, but you've been touched, yeah. So I know you posted that on Facebook. You lied. I know it. I know your IP address, but instead of slapping you, I'm going to pray for you. Why? Because I've been touched, David. Touched by God. Amen. Thank God for his touch. Amen. He will touch you. Amen. Amen. He, he touches. Amen. Thank God for mother's touch. Thank God for the touch of God. Amen. I don't, 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 don't have all time to more and deal with it, but just, I just think about sometime where I could have been, yeah. but the touch of God. Amen. Where, where, where he brought me from was just a touch. Amen. In the world, man, enjoying myself. Unlike some of y'all, listen, I enjoyed my days of democracy. <laughs> amen. I, amen. Some folks, listen, I was a happy sinner. Amen. I, I liked it and I loved it. And I wanted some more of it. And he touched me. 
I lost interest. <laughs> amen. Somebody say he touched. Amen. Just like a mother. See, what's wrong? Read why some of these folk keep living the way they live and you ain't been touched yet. And that's why I feel sorry. Some of y'all trying to hold on now. The Spirit of God trying, you trying to hold on to your ungodly lifestyle. Because God have touched you and you just, you know, you just. I used to go to church. That's why I used to go to church before I got saved. I used to have to hold on to the back of the bench to keep from just getting up screaming because I know God had touched me. And I'm trying to hold on, trying to be cool, you know. Everybody's trying to be cool, you know. Trying to be smooth and in charge, large and in charge. And my heart crying out because God had touched me. Well, bless his name. Not only, not only mother's touch, but then... Thirdly and finally, there is no forgiveness like a mother's forgiveness. It it is nearly supernatural. A wayward son need only to say, I am through, mom, and I want to come home. And, And she is really, she's ready to forgive, and she believe him that this time, He's going to do right. Even though he'd done wrong a thousand times before. But if, she, if he calls on, on Mother's Day, he said, Mama, I've been wrong and I want to come home. That mama will forgive him. Say, Come on home. Come on home, son. And he done done it 50,000 times before. Come home broke. When you get doing better, he act up. Dad is saying, let him stay where he is. Amen. <laughs> mama said, uh, come on home, son. M- m- mama, mama forgives you. Come on home. And not only mama forgive you for your stupidity, she will also forgive you for the money you owe her. Amen. Well, bless his name. Amen. See, amen. Mama, mama just don't loan money. She gives money. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Somebody here this morning owe your mama some money and you're going to try to wait till she sleep before you call her. But she not going to, she know you're not going to pay her back. You ain't never paid her back. But she, <laughs> she, she's willing to co-sign for your car. She, she will let you put the cable in her name. She'll co-sign for your cell phone. <laughs> And she'll forgive you. Amen. Your son, mama, I know I owe you several thousand dollars. She said, that's all right, baby. Just consider it a gift. Not so with dad. See, my son know every dime you owe me, I want it. Amen. And I'm going to get it one way. But, But mothers forgive. They forgive about the embarrassment, how you embarrass the family. They forgive and give you another chance. That's the way it is with God. See, uh, uh, a mother forgiveness. God forgiveness is supernatural. When those who have been born again, when we stand before him face to face, we, he will not be as a sinner It will be as one of his children who have no more sin. God has blotted out all of our sins. What a wonderful forgiveness that is. 
Uh, Psalms 103.12 says, As far as the east is from the west, so far have God removed our transgressions from us. As far as the east is from the west. See, as far as the east is from the west. As far as the east is from the west. Here's your sin over here, your ungodly, rascal, backbite, lying joke. But when you come to Jesus, he forgive your sins and move them as far as the east is from the west. And I could go farther. As far as the east is from the west. He, he moves our sin all the way out to the parking lot. He moves our sin as far as the east is from the west. He removes our sin. I've been forgiven as far as the east is from the west. God forgive us our sin. As far as the east is from the west he forgives us our sins as, far as the east is from the west I don't care what y'all have done when you come to him he forgives you as far as the east is from the west don't y'all make me go around again now listen as far as the east is from the west God forgives us of all of our sins. Heals a forgiven God. Somebody holler hallelujah. I've been forgiven by the power of God. The motherhood of God. Hallelujah. Protection Hallelujah. Touch and forgiveness. Now I call it the gospel according to the NBA. Every time today you see James LeBron shoot a three-pointer on tomorrow night, they put up three fingers. That is the motherhood of God. His protection his touch and his forgiveness I don't care what people say about me listen I've been forgiven and if God forgive you hey, hey you are forgiven a woman daughter in London left home and she went back into the world of sin the mother heartbroken she went to see her pastor pastor my daughter home back into the world pastor said to the mother what I want you to do I want you to go home and bring me back as many pictures of yourself that you can find this mother daughter went back into the world pastor said go home and find as many pictures as you can of yourself and bring them back to me. She went found all the pictures she could of herself. Brought them back to the pastor. 
And the pastor just wrote one simple message at the bottom of every picture. Come home. And then the pastor took the pictures to the places where her daughter could be. And then one night, the story says, his, the daughter went into a bar and she looked up and saw her mother's picture. But at the bottom of that picture was, come home. And that daughter ran to a mother's house and her mother greeted her with open arms. And her mother said to her, listen, daughter, the door has never been locked. I've been looking for you and I've been praying for you. Welcome home. And that's what God is saying today to somebody who's away from God. He put his picture all over town. Every time you see a church, every time you hear a sermon, that's God's picture to you. Every time you hear a gospel song, that's God's picture to you saying, come home. I've been looking for you. Come home. While you have a chance. Father, love you so much. I care discipleship people are coming. Somebody might want to come home. Man, God loves you, man. So very much. He sent his son Jesus who died on a rugged cross. Buried in a borrowed tomb. But on the third day morning, he rose. And God is saying, come home. I know you may be texting somebody. If you texting right now, you ought to take a moment and say, he's waiting on you. You know whether or not you say. I didn't need nobody to tell me I was lost when I was lost. <laughs> but I needed somebody to tell me about Jesus. He loves you today. If you have a mother, mother's protection, the mother touch mother forgive me. God won't do even more than that to you. But he's waiting on you. He's not going to run you down but he's waiting on you. And there will come a time when you won't have an opportunity. He is waiting on you to come home. How much he loves you. Every head bowed and every eye closed today. I know Preaching on Mother's Day is always tough because so many of us have lost our mothers. And, and really, if your mother is saved, she's not lost. We just lost her presence. We lost her voice. It is always difficult. But for those of us who our mothers were saved, we're going to see them again. Yes, sir. The dead in Christ going to rise first and those of us who remain going to be caught up together to meet them in the house. So shall we ever be with the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hang on in there. When you think of your godly mother, think of a God who loves you 50 billion times more than your mother could ever love. And he's waiting on you. He's saying today, come home. I love you. I protected you thus far. You, you didn't make it this far because you're so bad. I protected you. When you was in there, when you in the world right now, I protected, I saved your life last. I protected you. 
because I love you. And he's touching you right now, saying, come forth. I love you. And he wants to forgive you. Romans 3.23 says, for all have sinned. Some folks won't say y'all have, but for all have sinned. Oh. Come short of the glory of God. God loves you, today, and he's saying to you, come home. While you have a chance. While the blood is running warm in your veins. Say, come home. I love you. And I want to give you a new lease on life. Thank you. Now, we bind every demon spirit. We plead the blood of Jesus over spirits of grief and all that, God. You are the great I am. You can do anything but fail and and those of us whose mothers have gone, thank you for giving us great mothers. Thank you. We pray now for those. If you're a mother, keep praying. Don't give up on your children. Just keep praying for them and lifting them up to Jesus. In the name of Jesus, God, how we thank you. How we bless your name. Do as only you can, by not by power nor by might, but by my spirit, said the Lord of hosts. In Jesus' name we pray. And all those who love the Lord say thank the Lord. Amen. The door of the discipleship opportunity is extended now. You may come if you need prayer, whatever you need. Um, the door is open for you now. As the song goes forth. We're waiting on you. God is come. Come home. Come home. Oh, he loves you so very much. Yes. Yeah. In the morning when I rise. In the morning when I rise.
It's my time. Yeah, man. Give me. Give me Jesus. Give me Jesus.